Welcome to the Art of Body Language podcast, where we empower and uplift the dance community while helping them understand their injuries. The days of being frustrated about your injury are over. Before I begin this episode, I would like to invite you to reach out to me at theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com. Again, that is theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com with any questions about injuries that you may have or find me on Instagram at theartofbodylanguage. I am here to serve you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Art of Body Language podcast. I am your host, Sherelle Williams, student physical therapist. And today I am interviewing Marquise Cordell, a dancer that just recently moved to New York. How are you doing today? I am amazing. So happy to be on your show right now. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for, you know, letting me peek into your life a little bit. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about uh, your dance journey and how you got to uh, where you are today. Break it down. Uh, so quickly, quickly, quickly. I'm trying to do this in like two minutes. So as you said, I am Marquise Cordell. I go by Marquise Cordell, the entrepreneur professionally. But I'm always a dancer, first and foremost. Um, I've been dancing all my life. I think I was 12 years old when I first joined the West African Dance Company. Kauma dances and drummers of Tampa. And it's actually the oldest West African professional dance company in Florida, the first one, actually. So it's 40 plus years. So I'm really honored to be a part of that history. But I trained with them from 12 until I'm currently 26. So I still perform and dance with them. Now, we actually just did the um, African version of Cinderella at the Strath Center about uh, in the beginning of May. But I love West African dance. From West African dance, I transitioned into jazz, ballet, lyrical, contemporary. When I was in high school, I went to Blake High School. I was a dance student there. Trained under Miss um, Albana, Miss Rail, you know, and just learned so much about technical dance. And it just really made me appreciate it even more. And it made my African stronger and it made my other style stronger as well, too. And for those who don't know, Blake High School is a performing arts high school in Tampa, Florida. Continue. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Blake. <laughs> Um, so after that, went to college, and I think I kind of, t- I took a break from dance, honestly, because I got into modeling. Yes, that's when I got into modeling. Yep. So I started modeling, doing all the production stuff, photography, styling, all that. And I was like, oh, okay, I like this, but I have to go dance. So I, I continued to dance, and I, um, I was like, okay, I need dance, I need dance. Dance came back into my life via a contemporary modern company, uh, Pay It For It by Taurus Geralds, and I was dancing with him for a while in Tallahassee. Um, I started doing ballet at the, uh, in Tallahassee as well, too. Then I was like, okay, getting back into it. Then after that, I moved, ended up moving to Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Did a little bit of dance, was into open classes and stuff like that, but then I moved back to Tampa in 2014, rejoined the West African Dance Company, and I was full-time there dancing, choreographing, performing, um, teaching workshops, teaching classes, and just, you know, just having fun and just booking gigs. And the gigs were not just African gigs. It was African, some contemporary stuff, but mostly commercial stuff because that was the easiest stuff to just book really quickly. Just, oh, I need a background dancer. Oh, I need a gig for this. Oh, I need that. So basically that's it. Um, And then my most recent performance, uh, our dance company got the chance of a lifetime to perform at Alvin Ailey and I was just like oh my god all these great people that been in here and just 
being in New York on 55th Street and just like, oh my gosh, seeing the view and it was, it was phenomenal. I was, I'm still like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. Like, African dance took me to New York to perform at Alvin Ailey. Like, who would have thought? Like, <laughs> absolutely love it. That's right. Literally, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, whoa. But uh, in the nutshell, you know, that's me. That's me. Yes. So what many don't know, and I'm going to put it out there, is that Marquise helped me build up a small company, right? So for those who don't know and or haven't listened to uh, the previous episodes, my one of my biggest goals is still to have a dance company. Um, once I'm Dr. Williams, I'll be able to pay my dancers. I'll be able to take care of my dancers and, you know, create movement in a safe way that, that is beautiful and tells a story, but also protects their body. So anywho, you came on, helped me with, uh, the lady wolves of Tallahassee, which performed alongside yep. <laughs> uh, the minor league football team. And we, we threw a pool party. We found the girls. We auditioned the girls. We had uniforms made. Everything. <laughs> photo shoot we trained them and that was like my first kind of step into what it's like owning or having a small company and so I thank you for that like I feel no that I grew so much from that experience and then having yeah, I learned a lot too by my side so I'm still here for I told you I said your hands in my hands so whenever you're Dr. Williams and you're like hey we'll both be in New York so honestly you need me, I'm there for you always and forever. Yes, thank you. Now, I also, you are just so talented. You have to go into the fashion side. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> at dances, I feel like you guys do so much. You have to, you know, be so versatile. And you're one of those people. So ex- inspire the listeners. Let them know. Uh, okay, okay. So I'm one of those people that you would call multidimensional as an artist. And I just love to create. Uh, so back in, I think it was 2014. Yeah, 2014, I was producing fashion shows and creating fashion shows and directing them. I was doing everything, even the lights and sound, except for making the clothes. So I said, you know what? Why don't I take it a step further? Because I was getting like turmoil with like the designs and stuff that I wanted and things to be executed properly, but I didn't know how to sew. Like I knew basic stuff from... Um, in my African dance company, when we were kids, we had to help with our costumes. So I knew like the basic of like, okay, I can stitch this up a little bit and put elastic in that. And, but that was about it. So I kind of closeted myself and shut myself off from the world for about a year and a half and just immersed myself in everything fashion design. I really wanted to go to Parsons in, Parsons in New York, but I could not afford $100,000 for a fashion degree. So I said, you know what? I'm going to just, find this knowledge and, and show myself. And that's what exactly what I did. You know, I learned how to, had to learn how to sketch by myself. Um, I didn't even touch a sewing machine for the, about the first year because I had to learn how to speak the language. And once I learned how to speak the language, I'm like, okay, so now I can reach out to people and ask them, hey, can you show me how to sew? Because I had to learn what this stitch was, what that thread was, what, so you can communicate with somebody so it's easier for them to show you. So they're not like, oh my God, like you don't know anything. I can't even talk to you. So that, I would honestly say, if you ever want to learn something, you need a mentor for sure, but you have to learn how to communicate with them beforehand so 
you're not really draining them and they're just helping you and not you get what I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, totally yeah, that that's that's I don't know if you want to piggyback off that, but that's an important step that people skip when trying to learn something or do something. They say, I want to do this. Could you help me? You gotta help yourself first, baby. You know? I have nothing else to say. That was it. Period. Uh, okay, well helping yourself first. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Sherelle. From there, uh, let me see. I started making, I think I made my first thing in 2015. My first fashion show was January 2015 um, in Tampa. I got this opportunity to do uh, the Black Heritage Gala, Gala, excuse me. So it was a big event, all these big name designers, and I was the only one that was new, up and coming. And when I tell you, you were there, you were there, oh my gosh, you were there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, you were there. <laughs> so you saw me like, uh, Sherelle was there. I'm sorry, y'all. I just had a flashback. She was there. It was her and my friend Chris, the only two people that came and helped me. I had a vendor table. All these people are established. They have these racks and all this signage. And all I have is like my two supportive friends with me and a dream, you know? I can eat sometimes. Listen. Yeah, that's that's it because when i tell you everybody was like wow your stuff was so amazing and nice and like oh wow i'm just getting started i'm just getting started and then about two months after that i got invited to miami fashion week um and i was like whoa okay i'm now for this I'll, I'll try this did that and it was it wasn't the actual fashion week it was an ankara african fashion week so i was like okay i'm down for this had to raise the money, and that really, like, I was, I was like, okay, so fashion is not free. You can't, you, you, okay, it's not free. Right. So what people don't realize is that when you go to these big shows, you have to pay for them. Mm-hmm. You have to pay a lot of money, but it's the investment is is great in return because you you know you get you get a lot of lucrative things in the end. But um, I love fashion design, custom wear, uh, ready to wear, menswear kits, whatever I can get my hands on. But currently, God has blessed me to the opportunity to be a costume designer for um, a Disney animal, Disney's Animal Kingdom. So I'm just Wait, like, oh my gosh. Can I interrupt for two seconds? Yes. I, I, need a, I, need a, I need to bring it back. Go for it. Bring it back. You said you must invest mm-hmm. in yourself. No one is going to invest in you until you invest in yourself. And even when it's expensive and you're like, ah, I may not know how I'm going to afford this, when you get to the other side, you never know the, the, the things that may come of it, right? So if you believe in yourself first, then you can flourish. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Keep going. I just, I just had to break that down again. Oh, no, that, that, concept. that is. If you don't believe in yourself, you know, you, you can't manifest what you want. There's no will, so there's not going to be a way. And you're going to be sad and depressed. And then, you know, we're not going into that because we don't have time. Oh, Good vibrations only. (laughs) Good vibrations only. But for me, dance and fashion, it always goes hand in hand. Uh, Because even at my fashion presentations, I'm always having some type of dance. We're always having some type of movement going on. Just because, like, I I like to bring different elements to the ball game. And um, I'm non-conventional by everything. So if someone's like, this is how it has to be, this is how we've done it, I'm like, eh, no. Because there's more more than one way to do something. And then when you try something outside of the box, you make amazing discoveries that you never even thought that you could even come across, you know? You have to you have to push push the envelope always, always. 
because you have to think about what are you leaving for the, the people who come after us? Are we going to leave them the same thing? Or are we going to create something different that could possibly, you know, lead to something that's even, even greater. So I'm always about, you know, pushing the envelope forward in everything and dance, fashion, life, no matter what. That's just push it. Yes. So what are your future plans for your dance career? What is going on now in the present? And then let's speak mm-hmm. your new goals, for your future goals. goals into existence. Okay, so presently, dance-wise, I'm still dancing with Kaumba. Every time they need me, I'll fly back. Um, but I'm actually dancing at, at Animal Kingdom in a show called Burudika. It's a six-member show, two dancers, uh, four band members, and we dance uh, in Harambe, Africa. As soon as you come over the bridge, we have a street show that we do. It's interactive with guests. Um, it's a 30-minute show. We dance with you all. We dance with the guests. They follow us with choreography. It's super fun. The songs are amazing. Each set is different. So we're doing like choreography to interaction to limbo to dancing with bells to just it's a whole experience. It's just so fun, so fun, so fun. Um, then I'm in New York right now, so then I'm trying to like get something there as far as solidified, but I want to train a little bit more before I get into that New York scene, just because everybody there is just so like amazing, you know, and I just want to make sure that I'm, uh, I don't want to say like, I'm not there yet, but I've had some difficulties with my body. We'll talk about that later that I want to like get worked on before I really like fully put myself out there. Cause I don't want to hurt myself or overextend myself trying to keep up and do something that, you know, I'm not ready for it yet. So uh, in the future, I'm just looking forward to just getting more choreography jobs, doing bigger pieces, um, doing more visuals, just going, going global with my dance and just teaching more and just, you know, facilitating. I'm actually about to start a West African dance challenge because no one has done that yet. You know, and I, <laughs> I, I did it already, but I didn't I didn't put the video out there yet. So I was like, ah, it's coming. I was thinking, like, high-five you, the computer okay. screen. Okay, yeah, you can high-five you Oh, right my now. God. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. No one's done that. No one has done it, yeah. Oh, my God. So, Blessing. Love it's it. Pretty, it's pretty cool. I discovered it on accident. I was, like, teaching a class one day, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this could be a challenge, because I do Afrofusion, too. That's one of the styles that I do. So, uh, as, a, as an African dancer, there's so many different genres of African dance, like, so many different. So I am trained in West African dance. So like uh, Mali, Guinea, Senegal, those are basically the the three countries to to where I know a lot of dances from. And each one of those countries have different different ethnic groups. And each one of those ethnic groups has their own different set of dances. So it's so many, like, so many. Like, for example, uh, footwork. People think footwork came from Chicago. That's Ivory Coast. So in, in, in the country of Ivory Coast in Africa, Cote d'Ivoire, that's how they dance, literally. It looks like footwork times a thousand. Um, there's this dance called Zali. Uh, it's literally uh, so, so many, so many. I'm not going to go into it, but you know, um, go for it, love. No, I was going to say, uh, so I, I have, you know, my, my class, Twerk From Home. And, yes, Twerk From Home. <laughs> and I always make a point to just say, you know, you know, people think that twerk got big, you know, or the new ones, like, oh, Molly was twerking. And then the old ones, older ones, like, oh, well, twerk was big in the 90s. I'm like, actually, if you really look at these movements, they all stem from African dance. 
these are dances of fertility this is how they communicated with each other like this mm -hmm. stuff has just been revamped and updated for 2020 or 2019 lord anyways hundreds of thousands yeah, of years it's been here it's been around so that's what yeah. i thought about when when you were talking about footwork yeah it's the same thing um i tell people all the time you never see nobody twerk till you see the congolese person twerk because oh, in, wow. in africa african dance the congolese they're known for the twerking and the winding and it's the men and the women the men yes. can better than the women honestly. it's the men and the women yeah it's not sexual it's 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 just cultural you know that's how we dance that's how we move that's it's our culture even in senegalese culture so, uh women they twerk and they isolate they like do one butt cheek move and it's just so amazing i'm just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but it's just and everyone's celebrating it you know and the girl with the biggest butt she's gonna come up here she's gonna wear it out everybody's gonna go up like and they're not gonna be like oh girl what's going on we're gonna celebrate it celebrate you celebrate your body celebrate you being free you know celebrate your joy of releasing your spirit and just saying this is me i'm in bliss i'm protected my village loves me you know that's 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 what dance is but we we i feel like we've twisted it and made it into this thing here to where it's like a competition and it's about this and that and it, it takes the fun out of everything you know no like, most definitely almost like I love all of that that you just said, because that's what I, I you know, it's not about me. I'm getting right back to you, but I just wanted that's to create fun. a way, you know, that would want to attract, you know, our people. You know, I am African-American and, you know, it is kind of known that we don't like to exercise. So my initial thought was, you know what, if I can, you know, take this style of dance that's big and I can teach you guys about you know, how to safely pick up objects, how, you know, how to en engage your, your core so that you are stable, the importance of single leg balance, because now you're walking in heels and you're professional. Uh -huh. and you make sure that you're not following. I hear so many, oh, I fell at work. So workers comp issue. And I was in these wedges. Boom. The importance of single leg balance. Boom. I put that in a twerk class. You know what I mean? Just, you have to bring the the education and the fitness to the people. And if they're not getting it one way, we'll find a new way that they're going to relate to. Literally. I love how you said that too, because I tell my models that all the time. Um, even I warm them up. Yes. <laughs> like, I tell them control alignment posture. Yes. Control alignment posture. Like you can go into, I want you to go into this more detail because you can, you, you know the terminology behind it, but when you don't warm the feet up and the toes and you're walking in the heels and you know you're not proper, properly moving from the hip and you're not having the hip knee alignment going on it's like it's crazy you know and then i saw this old lady in new york yesterday she was literally bent over like this like couldn't even stand up straight and i was like damn that's like a lot of where girls are heading like if they don't get their self right with these heels and stuff even my um the guys i have to tell them that all the time too i'm like yo like we have to warm up before we do this. But you can go into detail about that though, can't you? Yeah, so definitely. So when I'm thinking about like women heels and you have the joint, right? So you have the joints where your, your toes are. When you're getting in a heel, you're in plantar flexion. I want to be able to break it down in a way that people can understand it. But like standing on your tippy toes. Yeah. Right? And the joints in your foot, they have to bend. So you want the muscles around the joint to be warmed up so that they can 
move, right? <laughs> the more relaxed that muscle is, the more warm it is, the more blood that's flowing through it, the more, um, the better that the muscle can work and protect the joint, mm-hmm. right? And then everything is a, is a chain. Everything is connected. So if your feet are hurting, then and you're compensating somewhere else in the body, say maybe in your knees, say maybe mm-hmm. your feet are hurt. Oh, I see it all the time when you go out uh, to the bar. Some of a girl's feet is, is hurting. So then she bends her knees. Right. And now you got all this pressure on your knees. Boom. <laughs> I go back up the chain. Now something could be off in the hip. So it's like um, a snowball effect. Yep. Right. And you just need to, you need to warm up. You need to have the strength and the stability and the muscles around the joints that you can protect yourself. And you can be on that, you know, we're talking about modeling. You can be, you know, on that stage, walk safely and securely and uh, be fly, be fit. At the same time. So. Yeah, at the same <laughs> damn time. Literally. And how you went into hips. So I told you already about my hip struggle over here. Yes. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. But first, um, <laughs> what is your daily or weekly self-care regimen? So daily or weekly self-care regimen. Okay. So when I get up, first thing I do when I open my eyes is I say grateful three times, either if it's in my head or out of my mouth, <laughs> just so I can, even if I have a nightmare or however I wake up, just raise those vibrations really quickly. Um, I do grateful, grateful, grateful before 10 toes down. And then I always just, I just stretch up, just release no matter what. Uh, and then I just kind of like feel, feel my body just to see where stress is. If it's on my shoulders, if it's in my hips, did I sleep right last night? You know, it's my neck off. Like, let me feel, can I wiggle my hips? And I'm doing all this as I'm like, you know, washing my face, brushing my teeth. And then when I'm in the shower, um, it's weird. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll let everybody in on this. Um, when I'm taking my shower, I pretend that the water is golden light. <laughs> oh my I allow the golden light to just uh, relax my body and then all the uh, relax on all the parts of, of my body to where I feel like tension at. And the hot water yes. just like releases that. And I'm like, okay. <sighs> let me tell like, you how many times <laughs> I have heard a physical therapist say, hey, you're injured, you're tight. You don't, you don't have a heat pack? Well, get in the shower and let the water flow down in your body and release the muscles. Literally what you've just said. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. Keep doing that. Keep going. Okay. So uh, that's what I do. And then if I can't get to the gym, I'm just stretching. Um, and then if not, I go to the gym. I'm working out. I do, I do yoga beforehand, a lot of yoga. I love to stretch. And then from there... Um, I always work on my core first. For my core, I just do whatever I can after that. But core is always essentially because it's like without the core, you know, the rest of the body doesn't function well to me. Like the core is like the combination between the top half and the lower half, like that communicates them to say what's popping slime. So exactly. That's about it. Okay, great. I love that. So now let's get into your injury. Tell me a little bit about what you are experiencing right now um okay so i think this is a combination of two things the first thing well three things so i'm going to be just completely transparent and real right now um 
when I was in college, sometimes I wanted to look good. So I would get shoes sometimes that was too small for me. And I'll be walking around Tallahassee, FAMU, all these hills with these tight, tight behind shoes on. And my toes all cramped up like this. And mind you, danced all my life. So I can literally make my feet go like, rrr, 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 rrr. but then I started to realize, I was like, wow, like I can't move my ankle like I used to anymore. Like, whoa, my hip isn't turning out like it used to anymore. And that was just the beginning of it. And then fast forward to about four years later, five years later, started back dancing again professionally. And I'm like, whoa, I'm not, I'm not doing what I used to do anymore. It's not working out. Like, what's going on? So injured my feet like that from just wearing those too tight shoes and stuff like that. Then it went to my knees, put my knees inside my body. Like it's, you know, it's not on the outside of the alignment. And then it messed my hips up. And so now my hip flexion and my range of motion wasn't where it was now. So now it's like, just doing a simple lunge was complicated for me because I'm like, wow, I don't have the support. Wow, these muscles aren't firing right. Like, what's going on? And then that affected, then in turn, um, the, the metatarsals and metatarsals and metacarpals got injured because they were like, okay, they're one and the same. And then that messed my shoulder up. So now I'm like, whoa, now my shoulder's like, it's not moving right. Like, I can't get it right how I want it to be and it's like with African dance especially like you have the the arm movements are very important and they're very dynamic and fast and precise so I was struggling and I'm like dang like I feel like I can't move right now and it, it in a sense it made me a little depressed but then I had to like seek professional attention because I'm like okay I don't know what's going on here anymore honestly so let me get myself together so I started to go to healers. I started doing um, Reiki on myself. And then I realized, oh, wow, I can heal myself. Oh, wow. Like, I don't have to necessarily go get cracked up or get x-rayed out or, you know what I mean? It's, it's just the, the tools are there for us to, to heal ourselves, but we just have to basically seek it out. And so I, I started to do that. And then I'm like, okay, it got better. It's better. It's getting better. But it still wasn't where it was supposed to be yet. Yeah. It just was enough for me to pass. Yeah. So now I'm in a space to where I'm like, okay, now I need this 100% healing. Um, actually, when I was on the plane last night, I always have these, what I call discoveries. <laughs> I had a new discovery and I found out that my, because um, you know, from dance and stuff, you know about alignment. I found out that my false ribs were out of alignment and oh. I didn't realize that they can do that. I'm like, okay. But then I was like, okay, from anatomy, they taught you that they're free-floating false ribs so they can move and shift. So I'm like reaching under the rib cage, and I'm like, no wonder I can't do lateral flexion like that. Mm -hmm. So then I lifted them up, then I engaged the lower hip flexors, and it literally went crack, 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 crack. And I was like, ah, no tension in the lower back anymore. <laughs> okay. And it felt really good. It felt really good. And I did that on both sides. And after I did that, I was, I was really, I was, I felt great. I felt really great. Um, and then, cause let me see, go back one week later and then I'll be done with, with the, the whole injury stat sheet. Um, I was leaving a photo shoot and I was celebrating in the studio and I lifted my hand up and when I lifted my hand up, it knocked my finger. So I was like, boop. It hit my finger and then it hit my finger and turned my shoulder off basically. And so it was like weird because it went boom, 
and it went all the way up here and dislocated my shoulder. And it was like, yeah, it was what, crazy. What exactly? The ceiling fan. The ceiling fan hit your yes. feet. It was on high too. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh my God. Like, knocked me off track. And it was right before the performance in New York. So I couldn't even lift my hand up without it falling down. So I had to do some um, Reiki on myself, on my arm, and just a whole bunch of massaging, a whole bunch of massaging, a whole bunch of massaging of just and range of motion exercises just to get it to the point to where I can actually just have enough to dance. Because now it's still like everything's not where it's supposed to be at, but it's enough to get by. So, you know. Okay. Dr. Williams comes in at, <laughs> and she's going to get me right. <laughs> okay, we went through a lot. We went through a lot. So, and you've seen no physical therapist, no doctor, nothing. I'm just like self-healing, and I have like one person that does massages for me, but I mostly do it for myself. What is Reiki exactly? So Reiki is energy healing. So it deals with like, chakras and removing stagnant energy from the muscles and then just releasing it okay okay i don't know much about that but um it's amazing, it's amazing. let's dig into some things yeah. uh for this, you. yeah look it up reiki this reiki. is the, this is a, a different process for you than i've mm-hmm. done other interviews because most of them have seen someone um, and I'm not there for you, but my guess and knowing you and knowing the fact that you are very flexi-bendy. Very flexi-bendy. <laughs> your joints need stability. That part. I wouldn't necessarily, because if, if the range of motion, is there, if, if nothing is inflamed and the range of motion is there, you need to start strengthening the muscles around the rotator cuff. Mm. And even with African dance and the way that the arms are moving, you know, fast paces down to the fact that, you know, you're sewing. That's a lot of repetitive movements or working with the sewing machine. Yeah, my posture is like. All these things are connected, right? So you've got, you kind of end up with these overuse injuries that, yeah, you're doing the shows and you're dancing over and over and over. You're also creating costumes. So you have, you know, that, that part of it in there and you get to a point where you just have to um strengthen the muscles around you know the hip joint i had this conversation with a physical therapist that dancers in a sense are like runners and i say and i say this because you see a lot of runners that get injured because they have weak glutes. Why? Because runners don't strength train. So like runners, dancers need to strength train. And I know there's that idea of, oh, oh, I may get too bulky or X, Y, Z, one, two, three. But, you know, you have to strengthen the hip flexors, the glutes, the delt, the supraspinatus, the infraspinatus, these are all, you know, uh, these small muscles that surround the shoulder and the hip, you know, specifically uh, for you, Marquise. Um, And I'm more than welcome to help you with Mm -hmm. things like that. Because if you're just stretching and you're doing range of motion, that's great. 
but now you've got this range and the muscle can't even hold on. It can't even keep it in place. Mm. Right. So you, it seems like you, you've gotten one part. Now it's, it's time to get the second part. When we think about healing somebody, you know, the steps are getting that inflammation down, getting the mobility back, right? The mobility and the range of motion. I would even then get into some endurance, right? So light weights with reps, 15 to 20 reps, endurance, so that when you're in a show and you're doing eight shows a week, your muscles have the endurance to keep you up and moving, boom. And then also, you know, strengthening the muscles around the joint so that you're protected. That is what I, I, I am thinking uh, for you. Of course, I'm not there. I'm not, I can't touch that it. That sounds about right, though. It sounds <laughs> really about right. Because it, it, if I can go there, it's cool. But it's like being able to stay there. Mm, yeah. Being able to stay there and being able to stay there safely. Um, when I'm performing, sometimes I'm just like, I know I'm overcompensating, but I need to get this step done. So here I go. Like, and I think going back to what we were talking about earlier is that investment in yourself, right? Because we, we want to dance. We want to have these long careers. Your injury or your issue now becomes a part of you, right? So invest in yourself. Um, and that may be through learning things, uh, to help stabilize the joints. And, you know, there's bands. I love their bands because they're lightweight. You can put them in your dance bag. You can mm. tie them up different ways. Pinterest has, you know, lots of things. I'm even going to do better as far as, you know, maybe posting, um, some exercises or ideas for you guys that are super easy you know, we're on, we're on the train. You don't want weights on your on your neck and such on the train. But a band, it's easy. You can go get it done. And that's your warm-up. That's how you're warming up before, you know, your class or your rehearsal. And also, you talked about the fact that now you're doing a lunge. Now you're doing certain things that you could do previously. What well, age is a killer. And I even notice it. As we get older, it takes longer for your body to get warm, to adjust, to get into the same positions. I, man, oh, man, I had that realization on my, like, 20, I was going to my 27th birthday. I was like, right now, da-da-da, killing it. I hit a split. And I, I could always drop into a split. Like, what do you right. <laughs> Baby. I, I got back up, and I think like two days later, everything was tight. And I actually, I haven't had my splits yet. Like I'm, I'm actively working to get my splits back because I thought that I could just go down the split like always. And now it's like, ooh, babe, you're 27 now. Things are <laughs> <differently> now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's real. It's real. But it's fine because there are ways to, 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 to train and to um, get those things back and have the support that you need. That's, that's real. That's real. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to get started. And I'm here. I'm here. I want to be a resource. This is literally the exact purpose of this podcast, to be a resource 
to to uplift and share you guys' story. You guys, Marquis has an amazing story, multidimensional, so many different, you know, parts of who he is as an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, so I want the community to be inspired. I want them to uh, to see different ways that you can take your artistic career. And I also want you to know that you have uh, a place to go for support and, and safety body-wise, right? And you don't have to be out here in Google looking crazy, hoping that the article that you found will apply to you and make it better. Right. You know, we're here. We're here to support each other. We're here to spread love and spread spread good vibes. So I want everybody to win. Everybody. Because yeah. just to piggyback off of it, man, go on to Google, because it's the worst thing being a dancer and having freedom. And then your freedom gets taken away because of an injury. Like, you go crazy. Like, it's, it's, it feels like your, your body is against you now. <laughs> so just, that's my little last tip. But, but I'm just like, uh, I'm grateful that you even take the time to, to formulate a platform that's feasible to understand and comprehend, you know, because people have all these, oh, yes, this podcast, this thing, but who is it beneficial to? What is it helpful for? Like, are you just doing this just to speak or are you doing this to make an impact? You know, because that's one thing that, that's, that I always admired about you. Every time you did something, it was always in the means of helping, in the means of serving the community, in the means of like, you know, just lifting somebody up. So I'm very... I will cry. No, I'm not. I'm just saying you have to like, you have to reciprocate the energy. You can't just be like, okay, well, I'm going to be on this thing. But yeah, I have to let you know, like, as a friend, for knowing you for, like, over, like, 10 plus years, I'm just happy, happy, happy. Just just so to see you from, like, Chocolate Nutcracker to freaking FSU to Tallahassee Wolves to, like, okay, we're back in Tampa. Now I'm thinking of going to New York to get this doctorate now. And you went to New York, and you're there, and you're in it, and you started so many journeys, even from the, the the meal prepping, like everything is to help, everything is to spread love, everything is to heal. So shout out to you for being a healer. Continue to be amazing and beautiful and just, you know, love and light to you and everything that you continue to touch. So blessings. Thank you so much. Awesome. So before we wrap up, I <laughs> want to know where can the people reach you? Instagram, websites, products, let them know. Okay, 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 okay. So Instagram is basically like where you can find everything at and you can follow me on Instagram at underscore M-A-R-K-Q. And I am Marquise Cordell, the entrepreneur. And then from there, you can see the website to the clothes. You can see um, all like my past performances through my hashtags and my bio and everything. And just stay connected. If you're interested, you want to work, let's work. Let's get together. I'm always down for the collab. Good vibes only. Good vibes only and good vibes on me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mark Weiss, for taking the time to talk with me and no sharing <laughs> I really appreciate it. I told you, always and forever, my hands are yours. So just whatever okay. you need, I'm there for you, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Well, Love you, Sherelle. I love you, too. Well, I want to thank you guys for tuning in uh, to another episode of the Art of Body Language podcast, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Art of Body Language podcast. I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to my show. This episode is sponsored by Twerk From Home. 
work stands for the whole body exercise routine that cares. But we help people who are tired of traditional forms of exercise build confidence and fall in love with getting active in a safe and purposeful way. We are located in New York, New York, and have just launched the VIP Twerk From Home experience. If you or someone you know are interested in having an exclusive twerk shop from the comfort of your home, please contact us at viptwerkfromhome at gmail.com. Space on the schedule is limited. If you enjoyed this episode and you believe it would benefit a dancer that you know, please be sure to share it with them. As always, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Art of Body Language. If you'd like to connect further, please email us at theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com. Again, that is theartofbodylanguage at gmail.com. Thank you, and make sure to tune in to our next episode. Have a beautiful day.